Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian. This week, I'm joined here by Dwayne. Yeah, man, let's go. Let's hop straight into this. Hot off the press, we got some. We got some fire to talk about. I mean, this is. I, I'm pretty sure this like literally just came. I mean, I knew about it last night. Um, it was a big topic of discussion last night. So let's let's just let's back up a second before we dive into this. Um, so uh, last night was the end of the season, or this week was the end of the season for the high school boys regular season games. Um, at Odessa, we tied Sanford 0-0. Um, we also haven't talked about this 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 academy game, which we can talk about um, later. Uh, and the oh, I might have to call. I might have to call. I might have to call in some guests. <laughs> I mean, listen. I, I all I'm going to say is we we had him on the we had him on the ropes for a second, for a hot second. We were in there for for a Detroit second. Yeah. So. Anyway, so we tied Sanford 0-0. Um, we had no shot at making it because of the the losses that we had to Newark earlier in the season. Then Conrad um, was a tough loss for us, um, and then not beating Sanford didn't help. Had we had we beaten Conrad, had we beaten Newark, had we beaten Sanford, we would be sitting at eleven and four right now, which uh, I believe. Would have gotten it, would have no, it would have got us in, it would have gotten us in over Dover in the eighth seed. Oh, because you're D1 now, yeah. My bad. No, 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 we would have gotten in, we would have just gotten in over, over, um, over Dover, I believe. Yeah, it would have, it would have come really close to the strength of schedule stuff, but anyway, you didn't want that smoke with Dover. So, um, all right, the the real, hey, the real team got in. (laughs) <laughs> so let's talk about that because because there is a little bit of a I'm not saying controversy but there is a little bit of a of a weird thing going on of like this this a uh, little bit of rules interpretation and just um just trying to figure out exactly what what happened. I think probably an unprecedented year to a certain extent yeah, the because conference took over. Go back to that. Yeah, so the Henlopen Conference definitely uh, did really well in comparison to the the Blue Hen Conference, just because there's only two teams from the Blue Hen Conference in the playoffs right now um, in D1. I think when you look at it, the hard part is that there are there's one team with ten wins that didn't get in, and that was Newark. Uh, normally, ten wins it gets you in, right? Normally, ten wins is the number. Um, so let's, let's run through the division one, uh, table real quick. It's definitely a changing. There's definitely, there's three teams in there that I just saw and I'm just like, man, those are three that are like not guaranteed, but they're staples. They've all played in a final in the past five years. The the question, I think, I think the question comes down to the, the longevity of it. And that ultimately comes down to your feeder to somewhat of your feeder program, feeder pattern or, or. Or what feeds your your high school program in the long run? Um, so we're talking about the work that was done probably four or five years ago at the at some sort of like grassroots level. Um, on top of to a certain extent, a little bit of luck of good birth years, but but what it's happened? Not about, it's not about where you're playing now, huh? No, 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 no. It is, but I think, but I think it's it has to do with that. Yeah, but I think it's. I think it's a combination of things. 
I think it's a combination of things, right? I don't think there's there's one one specific reason, but I think part of it does have to do with with the foundation of it because the reality is is that if those kids don't play soccer at the age of of 10 through 12 or 13, then they ultimately never make it to high school soccer. Yeah. Um, it also comes down to kids growing up playing with each other. I mean, that's a big part kids, of it. Right? That's what I'm saying, right? Like and even and I'm not saying they how all have to play at the at the club level. They could play at the recreational level as well. Um, where, where they're playing, just playing fields and playing pickup. That too. But what I'm saying is you're not losing them to other sports. Yeah. Right? Staying within soccer, right? You're not losing them to football. Um, you're not losing them to the cross country. Um, you're not losing them to just, uh, you know, work or other things like that. You're keeping them within your high school system, which is important. Um, so the number one seed... In Division One, uh, K. Penlopen. Wait, hold on. The championship is on a Friday. Championship. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have school that day. Yeah, I don't. I don't know this. This entire thing is not. Not. I don't know how correct. This our this bracket okay. that I have is. It, I guess. I well, I guess I'll be getting off the bus from Shellville and going to the state tournament game. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't I'll know. Take my kids. <laughs> I'll get my kids out of school early to go watch some soccer. There's a lot of things that I'm not entirely sure about with this, but but we'll see. So um, number one seed, Cape Henlopen against number eight seed, Dover. Um, a little bit of a story of how Dover gets into the playoffs this year. You got that dog in them. Yeah, and, and also a little bit of luck and a little bit of weird rules. So the Blue Hen Flight A Conference um, had two co- two conference champions this year. Co-conference champions, Del Castle and Apo. Um, they tied each other in the regular season 0-0. And then they beat every other conference team. So they're co-conference champions. Um, and in the Blue Hen Conference, there is no conference championship game to begin with. Um, I I lost you there. I said that'll probably change. Yeah, I don't know that that'll specifically change, but um, but so so it came down to um, it came down to just having a higher seed ultimately. Um, because isn't St. George's in the plate? Hey, yeah, but St. George's just got in on their own like record, not not having to do with being a conference. So being a conference champion gets you an automatic bid into the playoffs. Right. But whatever. I mean, whatever. So that's what I'm saying. So 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 Del Castle Apo, only one of those two teams can get in technically by the rules. By the rules, yeah. And the other one gets an at large. And the tiebreaker would have been head to head, but those two teams tied. And after that it just went to the highest seed. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, right? Like, because if you look at it from Apple's perspective, which I get it, you did everything correct in your conference and somehow you're still being punished. Because you didn't do everything right against the other teams. You didn't get that at large. Yeah, but at the same time, like part of it had to do with, I mean, Apple's very much like Sally's where they choose to play an out-of-state schedule. Yeah, I mean, mean, but it's it's almost like Look at NCAA basketball, right? Where some of those conferences get like four or five, six teams in there. 
I mean, Henlopen has four teams. They're just stronger this year than Flight A. Yeah, but for example, I think the the I think that the what it comes down to, huh? Eight spots. No, no, no. I I understand that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying there isn't eight spots. I'm just saying, realistically, what it came down to was if had Apple played an in-state team that they could have easily beaten, they would have, in theory, or two two teams that they could have easily beaten, picked up two more wins and made in the playoffs. Um, and and to a certain extent. One of the reasons why they're not in the in the playoffs right now is because they've chosen to play an out of state uh, opponent. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to looking. You expect to be consistent. You expect to be in the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> I know what the pro- thought process is is hey, I play those two teams to help gear me for the playoffs to get these kids right. that experience, right? But at the same time, still got to get there. Some no, for sure. Relax. I mean, again, they lost it. They lost the Caravel in the last game of the season, so. You know that that, that has hurts. to do with it. Yeah, that hurts. Um. So anyway, so I mean, look at Sal. I mean, even look at Sally's this year down at the three seed, right? They took some, they took some hits. Yeah, because they lost their out of uh, they lost their out of state uh, games, except for they they won two out of state games, and then after that, I think they tied and then lost. I mean, listen, losing a cape and losing a sass doesn't doesn't help you. You lost it. I mean, you no, no, two. no, for sure. No, no, no. I don't disagree. I mean, look at, I'm, I'm just looking at their schedule, right? They play the two number yeah. one seeds in the state, which are good games. Yeah. You lose. That's okay. Um, But you kind of need those. I mean, kind of need those bounce back games where, yeah, you sure you tied Malvin Prep and lost to the Phelps School one to five. But, you know, you change one of those to like a bounce back game. You probably help yourself out there. Um, yeah, it's I, just <laughs> listen. I think I think it's I think ultimately it is what it is, and and the rules are the what the rules are. It's just interesting that you win your conference almost realistically. You win your conference, and in all rights, you have the ability, or you should have the ability to make the tournament just by winning your conference. And for whatever reason, you don't. Hey, I mean, if it was up to me, if I was the tournament director, I would have told the boys, "Hey, find an empty field." Lace them up, play it out. Winter stays. Yeah, but how is that fair to Del Castle, who's the number two seed in the state? Winter state. We gotta have a conference championship. Conference champion. Winter stays. Yeah, but that's not. But that's that. But I would. But then I look at on the other side of that, right? Like if you're Del Castle, what what's the benefit? Even because even if you lost to Apple, you would have still made the tournament. Oh, well, guess we're gonna have to have a three team rondo. Winter stays. No, but do you see what I'm saying, right? Like, so let's just say Del Castle does lose. They're no longer conference champions. They still get in the playoffs just in their own merit of their schedule. All right, St. George's peace. No, why? No, it wouldn't be St. George's. It'd be Dover. But wouldn't be, it be St. George's? No, why would it be St. George's? What does that have to do with anything? Because they were flight A. They were the what third is, best in flight A. What does flight A have to do with it? I'm just looking at, listen, dude. There's four teams from the Hamilton in there. Right, but but St. George's had but St. George's getting the playoffs has nothing to do with flight A. Why doesn't it? Because they didn't get because they didn't get in there because right, pull up the standings again. Pull up the standings again. But they didn't get in because of their conference record. They got in because of their record in general. Yeah, at large. Right. Okay, so 
what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you is had, for example, right. Let's just put a hypothetical. Had Apple beaten Del Castle one, nothing in the regular season. Right. Del Castle, Apple, St. George's are in the playoffs. Dover's out. Man, y'all just trying to rack on Dover. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you what it, what it would be though. All right. Well, it is what it is. Listen, man. I think that what you guys should do at, up at the Flight A, Flight A, Flight B, Conference Championship, just like everybody else, or just like the Henlopen does. And then you get a conference champion. There's no ties, co-champions, any of that. Solve your problem. Yeah. I just don't think Flight B is as strong as Flight A at the top. Brandywine playing Del Castle, I don't think is does anything for anybody. Granted, Del Castle only beat I mean, you're saying Brandywine that this year. What? I mean, you're just saying that for this year. No, I'm saying that for most years. We were the best team in the in flight B last year on the girls' side. There was no shot we could have taken on Apo, Middletown, or Del Castle last year. So, like, because you whatever you do with one, you got to do with the other. So I think it's it's hard to do it that way. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's a good prep game for the playoffs. Sure. Sure. Anyway, so Dover about to knock off Cape again. So Dover, Dover plays Dover plays Cape. Do they play in the regular season? Yep, Dover knocked them off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um you think that you went to their house. It's hard to beat a team twice. It's hard to beat a team twice in the regular season, especially in the same location. Hey. Told Toe at the beginning of the year to put my name on Senator Sports. I don't know if my name's up there. But <laughs> I'll, I, I'll help you get. I'll help you get a win. Um, be interesting though, man. Kobe's playing his alma mater. Yeah. So, so then we got Wilmington good. Charter. Wilmington Charter against Sussex Central. So the fourth, Sussex Central won the conference. Fourth and fifth seed. Sussex Central won the conference. It was like a what is a fifth seed? Because they play SAS tomorrow. Wait, <laughs> why do how why do they win the conference? They beat all the northern schools except for Cape. Didn't Cape beat all the northern schools except for Dover? Who's Cape's losses against? It's Dover. They have two losses. Milford. Oh, Milford. They lost to Milford. Milford and yeah, Milford and Dover. Yeah, there you go. Never mind. So yeah, so I was like, uh, but yeah, but but there you go. But Cape gets in higher because of just their regular record. They played out of state teams too. They did, yeah. Um. All right. So so charters. Uh, so charter Wilmington charter, going up against Sussex Central, uh, St. George's. I'm gonna take the over on that game. Yeah, Wilmington Charter has seventy goals. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, Wilmington Charter. I think 70. is. Yeah. What? Yeah, but but I think part of it has to do with their schedule too, though. Their schedule lends them lends itself to to a little bit of that to a certain extent. I mean, look at the Dullcastle game three two. They shot it out. Right, but what I'm saying is MOT Charter. You score seven goals against MOT Charter. You put eight on St. E's. 
put eight on St. Andrews, put seven on New York Charter, eight on DMA, and seven on Middletown. Like, right. hey. no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I mean, granted, the Wilmington Charter game at a half, it was one nothing. Hey. Now, granted, that was you want to be Wilmington Charter, you better be up more than one nothing because their coach has their coach must know how to coach at halftime. Because, well, I think it's also a senior night, so I don't know if that has to do anything to do with it. Hey, two minutes in, boom, goal, and then they just started rolling. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, so Wilmington Charter going up against Sussex Central. I think I have a feeling that Sussex Central, um, is is not going to win that game. We'll see. I mean, hey, they, they also have the benefit of having a tune-up game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they play they play tomorrow against Sussex Academy for the Henlopen Conference Championship. Um, and then you oh, have this. they have Del Castle against St. George's, which is a flight A battle right there. Oh, um, was the score the first time? The score of the first game was five nothing Del Castle. Oof. So, but but again, I think it's a different it's a different scenario now, right? Like, gotta beat the team um, twice. You gotta beat you gotta beat the team twice. That's what I'm saying. You gotta beat the team twice. You play at home again, though. This is the interesting part. This is the part I don't get. Why is this game at one o'clock in the afternoon? Well, I mean, Del actually, Castle doesn't have lights. Del Castle doesn't have lights. I know why the game's not. Why the game's at one o'clock in the afternoon? Um, well, I you know why they went away from the neutral site games and playing two games at a neutral site. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I. Because we used to go like, I remember like Dover would always play at either Milford or Caravelle. Yes. Those are our two sites. Or we played at Cape when you too. Yeah. We played at home. We always well, like, for example, Wilmington Charter is playing Sussex Central at Caravelle. Does Charter not have lights? I don't know, but but the game, but the game with Del Castle, it's at one o'clock in the, in the afternoon. Don't get me wrong; I I understand the idea that Del Castle deserves to play a home game. I don't think it's fair to pull the kids out, basically the entire school, and somehow make families on a Thursday have to basically go at one o'clock in the afternoon to to go watch soccer game. Also, like, isn't that make it harder for officials too? I don't know, but if I'm a if I'm a principal, you got the entire school out there. The whole school is rolling out there. You ever been to Del Castle's field? No, I know Del Castle is. All right, well, Del Castle, Del Castle, uh, Del Castle's field is nice, but it's not a stadium. It's literally a field with a few bleachers, and it, there's a little bit of a hill, and that's all you have. Well, guess what? All them Del Castle Del, Del Castleans are on the hill. I mean, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I guess that would be the way to go with it. But then, you, the, then you, like, the alma mater throughout the game. I don't know, man. It's a lot of security you need to have for that kind of for that kind of crowd without without benches and things like that. Without you want an A, you want an A for the day. Get out there. I'm just saying, like, normally you're in a stadium scenario, you at least have fences and things like that. Being able to put it out there, I think from a safety standpoint, I wouldn't, if I'm Del, if I'm St. George's, I don't know if I'm letting that happen. I don't know. 
You all bring your entire team. Bring your entire team. Put them all on buses. Bring them to a stadium. Everybody sign a permission slip. Bring your permission slip back. We're going to the game. Yeah. And then uh, Sally's Milford. Uh, Sally's Milford. I mean, that one, that one as that one's got, I mean, so, you know, you know what? It don't matter what seed Sally's is. Something about playing in November. Yeah. I mean, that's what they get themselves ready for, right? Like they get themselves ready for November. That's why they went to where they go this year. Las Vegas, right? Or Las right? Vegas. Yeah. Go to Las Vegas. Now granted. They go play the number one team in the nation every year. Here, here's the thing though. Sally's Sally's played St. Mark's only beat them three to two. Um, in overtime. Sally's played CR, only beat them two to one in overtime. Hold on, slow down. I'm clicking two times. Beat St. Mark's. Yeah. Only 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 beat only beat Apple's. Only beat Apo two nothing. So I mean it's uh, uh I mean I, I think I think Milford can put up a fight there. Hey Milford Milford knows how to uh, send a low block. I mean Milford yeah. lost the CR. It's because I wasn't at the Milford CR game. <laughs> The two games I've been to that TR's played, they lost. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think it'll be it'll definitely be interesting. Um, and then um, so that's it for Division One. Um, right, let's get to D two. D two. All right, uh, D two again. A little bit of an interesting scenario here, um, because Aspira is a non-conference team. Um, I don't know exactly what what the rule is there, but they lost the Lake Forest man that killed them. Yeah, I think I think losing to Lake Forest doesn't help you. I think if they had beaten Lake Forest, they might have actually made the playoffs. Um, now granted, losing to Woodbridge hurts you, and losing to Howard hurts you. Yeah, because they don't. They, I mean, they didn't play. They played a couple out of state teams. Don't know how they match up. Um, but they also played some teams that aren't very good that you kind of need to win all your games. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, honestly, playing the Tome school is not a huge pickup. Um, it's not, it's not. Um, playing first day military Academy twice does not help you. Any, any, in any way, shape or form. Um, so that, was that school we saw that was right by you, right? What? The spirit is right around the corner from your house, right? Yeah, it's by it's just my house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we played their boys JV team this year. Yeah, poor spirit. Hey, bounce back season. I mean, this is her first year in varsity. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so they don't so they don't get in. Odyssey Charter doesn't get in. With their eight five and two record, but Archmere gets in, jumps over Tattnall. Um, so you got Delmar against Tower Hill. Got Delmar against Tower Hill. That is a drive for the Tower Hill. Yeah, yeah. 
That is like, literally, that is literally, I mean, you might have to leave at two o'clock in the afternoon. You might have to leave like tomorrow to get to that game. I mean, that's driving from one side of the state to the other, leg- legitimately. Legitimately. That's literally driving from Joe Biden's house to his beach house. Yeah. Then you got and then never Newark, which is also not much different. Yeah, they might as well just Newark Charter and Tower Hill might as well share a bus. Yeah. And then everything else is upstate. And everything else is upstate. Conrad against Concord. Um same oh, that's, that's a close uh, yeah. That's a close one. Uh yeah. and they're gonna play at AI. Play <laughs> which is an interesting because it's <laughs> not near any one of those schools. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why that's getting played at AI, but uh, well, I mean, I actually know I am sure why that's played at AI. Yeah, it has lights. Well, not only that, neither Conrad or Concord's fields are, I think, are up to the standard that you would need to have a playoff game. Um, Conrad, 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 Conrad's field is better, but it just it's just really small. Tower, um, they can use Tower Hills. They won't be. They're gone. They, yeah, they won't be there. By the time they play that game, the yeah. cars will still be in the parking lot. For the and kids. then, yeah, same marks against Archmere. Um, drive across the state to play that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a big drive. Um, and that's going to be at St. Mark's, which St. Mark's doesn't have lights either. So I'm not, unless they play. They must be bringing in lights to play that at 630. Yeah, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I have a feeling that game, like those the division two games. Oh no, they are playing at 6 30. Unless they would play in the stadium. But I've I haven't met I haven't gonna have everybody with their flashlight. They're gonna I have haven't known St. Mark's to to I mean I can get an insider. Um know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I we can we can find out. Um, so, and then after that, so the winner of the Del Mar Tower Hill game will play Sussex Academy, um, down at Sussex Academy. And if Tower Hill wins, you might as well just stay there because might as well get a hotel, might as well get, get a hotel, make sure everyone's got their Chromebook and virtual school for the week. Um, get yourself, get yourself a field down, I don't know, man, Tower Hill's Tower Hill. You gotta have money to go to Tower Hill. They might fly down to the Sussex, uh, Georgetown airport. There you go. Get you ready yourself a field at uh at one of those complexes down there and uh, and train for the week. Not uh, the complex's name that's right there, but there's a complex right down the street. There is a complex down the street. I'm not going to say that name. Um, and then uh and then Brandywine will meet the winner. Um, Brandywine will meet the winner of. Uh, Indian River against Newark Charter, which I have a feeling that River will win that game. River's been quiet this year. Yeah, but that's how they always are. I mean, I I just think that's kind of a little bit of their their mo, right? I mean, Newark Charter has probably one of the best. Well, actually, I don't even know if he's playing this year. Oh, I, he's, probably, he's not playing. Jackson's probably not playing. Yeah, kid's good. Um, so, but. Newark Charters probably they have, good, they have a good advisor. They got what? They have a good uh soccer advisor. Yeah, they do. They do. Um <laughs> so if you, know, uh, you, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um 
Then you got Wilmington Friends is going to be uh, playing the winner of the Conrad Concord game. So again, not a far draw for anybody in that in that draw in that in that game. Um, and then uh, Caravel will host the winner of the St. Mark's Archmere uh, game. Which again, if it's Caravel St. Mark's, you know that's one of those uh, it's big rivalry games right there. Yeah. Um. And then after that, uh, for whatever reason, one of the uh, games, one of the semifinal games gets hosted at Milford. <laughs> so as long as it's not like Brandywine and Tower Hill making it to the semifinals. <laughs> yeah, that would that would if you're if it's it, let's just for for example sake and, and then we we want we want Texas Academy to make it because because, you know, RJ is a friend of the podcast, but hold on. Yeah. Mr. Lasnik is a captain on Newark Charter. He is listed on the varsity boys. He is okay. All right. Well, then there you go. Maybe he is playing. Um, two goals to his name. There you go. Um, so if Sussex Academy does, for example, uh, get knocked out by Tower Hill, and Newark Charter beats Brandywine or loses to Brandywine for that matter, and it's a Tower Hill Brandywine or Tower Hill Newark Charter game, and you got to play it at Milford. Uh, we got a problem. Hey, go down to the Colette Center in Dover. Launch a complaint. <laughs> but I mean, well, because the, the other, because the funny part is, it's the other, the, <coughs> the other semifinal gets played at Abyssinia, and that's either Conrad Concord against Friends or Caravel against St. Mark's or Archmere. So it's all northern teams playing in a northern school. Um, yeah, but if you look at the bracket, I mean, there's three, one, two, three. I don't know. I get it. There's, there's, yeah, there's three and three. three. Well, it's split three and three, it's but three Sass, and three. yeah, yeah. So they're the likelihood is the number one, so they get the local. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. The likelihood of that happening is is definitely there. Although I, I don't know if I would have picked. No, Milford is turf. Milford's yeah, turf. Milford turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Milford turf is a new turf field. Yeah, that's where I'm telling you. That used to be a tournament site. It'd be Milford Cape. But it's a newer turf field. Like the turf is relatively new. You played on it. I know that's what I'm saying. Yell at the ref on it. I didn't yell at any refs. And guess what? You score a goal, you go get in a pirate ship. <laughs> you can't get in a pirate. So I always, yo, know, I always wanted to score a goal at Milford and could never score a goal at Milford. Yeah. You wanted to get in the pirate ship. I was ship? getting, in, I was getting in the ship. You were gonna get pick up a yellow card. I whatever it would be worth it. <laughs> worth it if you got to go in the pirate ship. I was in the ship. You were in the ship. We were uh, the whole team getting in there, rowing, rowing the, the pirate ship. <laughs> All right, so there's your, uh, there's your uh, Division One and Division Two boys soccer tournament update. Watching uh-huh. the odds uh, in about 15 minutes after yeah. this podcast launches. Uh, so put in your betting odds, over unders, prop bets, Golden Boot winner, Golden Boot winner, Golden Golden Glove winner, Golden Glove. We got them all. We got yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we can we can do our own version of the Ballon d'Or, <laughs> the state tournament Golden Boot winner. Ballon, uh, let's see what would be, I mean, or is gold. So, uh, I mean, we are the you know I mean, websites for sports should has the capability of tracking who has the most goals. Yeah, in theory, you do. So we need we need that. I don't know who the uh, engineers are behind that. I don't know who the uh, 
the hamsters are running that wheel, but let's get some uh let's get <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um or you gotta right. log on the you gotta log on to DE preps. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about um so yeah, we so we played Sussex Academy on Monday. We're the one of two teams to score more than two goals to uh against Sussex Academy in the regular season. Um so I think that's a it's a big accomplishment from the standpoint that like we started off the second half super strong, which we've been almost a second half team the entire year. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it was a good senior night. It rained for a lot of the time. Um, but ultimately a good game, um, gets a good team and, and a good senior night, you know, it's a good send off for, for the boys. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the win, but, but, um, I think that I think the fact that the the boys did a good job. I will say that um, regardless of any referee issues that I had during the game, I would like to point out the fact that if you're a referee and you accept a game, um, and you and this is not your first high school soccer game, you should recognize when you are in the season and double check if it's not on a senior night and not understand that it's the first senior night of the school for the program. Um, and just put yourself in the scenario of the kids. Um, I, it, listen, I, I just think it's, I just, I, I think you missed the point when I try to send out all 10 seniors to be captains of the last game and the referee sends them all back. I think you miss the spirit of the game at that moment. And there's a time and a place to send uh, all your kids out as captains. And I feel like that's the time and the place. That is one of the time and the places. The other time and places when you mean business. No, but realistically, I think, you, I think you miss. I think you miss the spirit of the game. It's the first senior night. I'm not saying it's a regular Tuesday. It's the first senior night. Um, put yourself in the perspective of it, and then don't complain about the fact that you're that we're running the senior night thing, and it's taking too long. Like, again, put yourself in the scenario. Like, it's the first senior night. Like it's not any other senior night. It's the first one. You only get the first one once. Um, I get it right. Yeah, and 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 it's why why can't we celebrate the kids, right? Like that's what it's all about. But no, some people just don't don't understand the spirit of the game. Don't understand why why we're here. Um, and you that's Sebastian. That's unfortunate. In honor of your seniors. What on Sunday? I'm gonna send all my kids as captain. There you go. That'd be nice. No, I understand. That Sunday for me, this looking at, looking forward to the weekend. Sunday might be one of those games. Yeah, tough my game. Kids. Yeah, well, you know, my the first time I did that with my new team, it was a semifinal game, and like they'll tell you, I was I was trying to be the first champion in DFA history, which is still on the table, by the way. Yeah, I was well for tournaments at least. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was in a zone. You probably never seen me in that kind of zone. Yeah, I was locked in. Like, I wanted a jersey. I was about to play. <laughs> send them all as, I was like, send them all up there as captains. I'm over there, like, nodding my head, like, talking to myself. I was hype. And then they're like, yo, can we do that again? I'm like, nah, yo, you got to say that's a certain time and a certain place for that. You don't just send kids up as captains. Yeah, it's got it's to mean something. Yeah. Like that one game uh, we I played out in uh, Old Line. <laughs> like, Yo, you set up the V. I was like, no, nah, we're not good enough. <laughs> remember that weekend? I do remember that weekend. Yeah, different time. But hey, man, DFA got back on the winning streak last week. Uh, one, two, one. 
brought in some guys to to help support the team that uh, got their first match minutes of the season. Yep. Um, so we got the dub 2-1 out in Gaithersburg right before I had to drive up to Philly for the Union game. And then we got two matches this weekend. So we're sitting at the second place, 13 points. Um, top team has 15. We both have two matches. Well, we have two matches left. Everybody plays eight. I don't know if they play both of their matches this weekend. We do. Um, so we got to we gotta secure six points. Um, and then hope that, you know, they drop points somewhere somehow this weekend and we'll, we'll be champions. If not, Hey, listen, we didn't take care of business. We dropped points. It's two games. We dropped points. So, um, Hey, it kind of hurts us, but you know what? We learn from our mistakes and we, we get better, but Hey, very, either way, very successful season for the boys. Yeah, for sure. As long as we pick up three points, we should not, we should at least finish second. We won't drop. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because um, everybody else is down the way. Yeah. Down the side. Um, that's good. All right, let's uh let's move on to the, the union. Uh, no, we we talked about the union. We recorded the podcast. We recorded the podcast on Sunday. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're we, right, we right. talked about the union. We didn't talk about Wait, yeah, we recorded the podcast in the same week. This is weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's yeah, it's six days, it's different. We're yeah, like we're like the MLFs playoffs all over the place. Well, I don't <laughs> think anybody else has played. Uh, no, no, no. There was. There oh was yeah, they had the Monday, Wednesday. It was a lot of games. Yeah, so Houston ended up being Real Salt Lake. Cincinnati beat uh, the Red Bulls, which we expected. St. Louis lost four to one at home against Kansas City. It's a huge loss for St. Louis, uh, who now needs to go win points, win a game away. Um, or get the boot. They're the only away, the only home home team to not win. <laughs> only home team to not win. Um, Orlando beat Nashville one nothing. Seattle beat FC Dallas two nothing. Columbus beat Atlanta two nothing. And then tomorrow we got the second Red Bull Cincinnati game and the second FC Dallas Seattle Sounders game. And then after that on Sunday, you got Sporting Kansas City against St. Louis, Vancouver against LAFC. And don't worry, the the there's still four days before the, the union play again after that. That it? I thought it was another week. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Next Wednesday. We might record the podcast three more times before the union play again. Might go to the game. Um we we do still, know that there's still a chance to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um we do know that the uh, Major League Soccer yesterday announced the uh, newcomer of the year. Um, it was not Lionel Messi. Um, it was Georgios uh, Jakubakis from Atlanta. From Atlanta United, yeah. So Three. he so he picked up the he picked up he was second in the players' uh, voting results. He was a dominant first. Or somewhat dominant first in the in the um, clubs uh, voting results at forty six percent over Messi's thirty four percent. The media absolutely loves him and absolutely destroyed Messi. Fifty six percent of the votes, only twelve percent for Messi. Uh, in which total, uh, forty five percent of all votes went to Georgia's 
whereas only 27% went to Lionel Messi. Yeah, man. Don't matter if you win a World Cup. I mean, it does when it comes to Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Which Messi won. We can get second to the uh, New England DC United game or Philadelphia Union. They still got it? 25 bucks. How much? 25 bucks. Oh, all right. Well, they're playing at Gillette Stadium, though. So if they open that up, yes. They shut off. They shut off. Um, the top, the top section. <laughs> they shut now. Nah, they have the club seats open. It's all lower level, and then they shut off um, one of the end zones. Okay. Um. So you can go only go to the corner flag on either side. You can't sit behind the goal. Okay. And the other, the other goal is the fort, which I'm assuming it's like the home thing where Paul Revere and the boys be sitting. <laughs> <laughs> All the guys dressed up as Paul Revere. <laughs> the revolution are coming. The revolution are coming. Bobby Wood's coming. Bobby Wood's coming. He ain't scoring, though. Yosi Altador is coming. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, might right. be there. He might be there. They might. That's when they go get the stretcher. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about the Ballon d'Or uh, since we brought it up. Uh, the ceremony was on Monday. Um, let's go through the different trophies. Uh, Emiliano Martinez. D. Well, Messi Martinez. had a lot of time to go get that award, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he came, he went, he went there and came back. Um, Emiliano <laughs> Martinez, Diva Martinez winning the Yassine trophy for the best goalkeeper of the year. Um, the Socrates, the Socrates award. For um humanitarian efforts goes to Vinny Jr. Um for out for um speaking out against racism um and being extremely extremely vocal about it, um, which is which is really good. Uh women club of the year goes to FC Barcelona's Femini. Um so uh Barcelona's women team women's team wins there. The Copa Trophy for the best young player of the year goes to Jude Bellingham, which I mean, there's no contest there. Um, the Gerd Müller Award for the best striker in the world goes to Erling Haaland, um, who is ranked second amongst all players. The Men Club of the Year goes to Manchester City, and the Women's Ballon d'Or goes to Aitana Bonmati. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about her later. And then the men's Ballon d'Or to Lionel Messi. Messi, Messi, Messi. Yeah. All right. So you say thank you in Creole. <laughs> um, all right, Duane, who is your player of the match? Player of the match. Hmm. Give my player of the match out to... You're up to the union. Okay. Pretty good game. Okay. I mean, they scored a PK goal like they always do, but I think the other, Harriel scored a pretty good goal. Yeah. Tell you what, man, ever since I shook Harriel's hand, um, first time (laughs) I shook his hand, well, the only time I shook his hand, he scored a goal in the second half. Then he scored another one. And after that, man, it's been up. It's been up. So, uh, you know, Jim, if you're looking for an assistant coach, I don't know if you're. Somebody might be moving on to greener pastures. Come get and, me. And coach. 
No, not handcuffed. Like you getting a dog. <laughs> I mean, um, I know they don't give up a lot of goals, but yo, they're gonna be team straps. <laughs> All right, my player of the match. Messi, look, you put me on the defensive coordinator. I'm strapping Messi. <laughs> He's not going to what? What happened? Um, uh, I, at Odessa, at Odessa, we call that seatbelt. Yeah, one of the kids said that today. Yeah, seatbelt, oh, seatbelt. He was like, "I'm gonna strap you, seatbelt." Seatbelt. Seatbelt. Yeah, one of those oh, one of those seatbelts from the '90s that uh, are electronic and go up. <laughs> Remember those? Those oh, are yeah. awesome. <laughs> but you could just unclick them and they wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and they also didn't have the the other part of it to them, right? No, you had to. No, the seatbelt. Had to strap up, that first. You strapped it across your lap. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was never gotten one of those cars before. Uh, my mom had one. Um, all right. My player of the match goes to Aitana Bonmati for being yeah. the, the first player, men or women's, to do this. All right, listen to this. Here's what Aitana did in one year, in one calendar year, doing. She won the World Cup. Okay. She won the Ballon d'Or. Okay. She won the Champions League. Ooh. She won the UEFA Player of the Year. Ooh. She won the Golden the uh, Golden Ball of the World Cup. Yeah, she's a baller. She was. She won the Liga F. That uh, she won the Women's La Liga. She was the Supercopa MVP. And she won the Super Supercopa 2023. Any individual and or team title that she could win, she won. Yo, Ibra, you gotta sit down, man. We got we got somebody else that's that's a boss out here. I mean, that's that's impressive. That is absolutely mental. I'm changing my player of the match. Well, I'm gonna add my player of the match. Keep it with the union, but but going to the young boys. Shout out to Deuce, man, playing up with the U17s. Yeah, getting that seven nothing win. I've been uh, showing love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Aitana Bonmati, uh, bon man, what like just uh, incredible machine. Yeah. All right. On this day in soccer history, November third, nineteen sixty two, England played their first match in the European Championship. Uh, which was the uh, European Nations Cup. The first leg uh, qualifier was against France. Um, they tied 1-1. Uh, um, the second leg didn't get played until February in Paris. That's and, England, they had to... and England lost 5-2. So here's my question. Yes. Well, no, they probably did have scoreboards back then. Yeah, they also had planes. Yeah, I know they have planes. My, it was the jet age. I don't know. Maybe you were thinking 1962, man, to take a bus or a boat. That's why they took them forever. Hey, they could have taken a boat. Could have been a team bonding experience. They could have. They would have taken them forever from Europe to fr- from England to France. They could have swam across the English Channel too. <laughs> Rowboat. But they definitely didn't have like stopwatches back then. Um, yes, they did. You think so? Yeah, it wasn't your digital stopwatch, but they've had stopwatches for a long time doing. You think they have one of those like ones that are like circular that you hold and like press? Yes, the top? exactly. So that's how the referees kept time. 
Um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Um, the stopwatch. Um, I was just thinking about how did the referees? I'm just thinking 1962. I don't know why this is just. Th- I'm thinking about it now, but like, how do the referees keep time? Back then, there definitely wasn't any stoppage time. <laughs> when they had watches. I mean, I know they had watches, but like they probably looked at what time the match started and then counted for forty-five <laughs> minutes. Anybody else would do. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So you kick off. Time. You kick you off at five o'clock. Half times at five forty-five. We got to be back on the field by six o'clock, or I'm starting the clock starting. That's what I'm saying. Like it wouldn't be that hard, even if you started at, even if you started at nine ten, you'd be done at nine fifty-five. It's just 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes and 45 I'm asking, minutes. I'm just asking. No matter when you start, you could start at 345, and then 45 minutes would be 430. You're not saying like they're starting at 342. Then be 427. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do simple math. It's not like it's not rocket science. It's simple math. It's just adding 45 minutes. All right. <laughs> sorry it was so simple i mean i'm just saying um all right the first chronograph uh manufactured in the 1890s in 1915 um it had a 30 minute counter <laughs> so they had to reset it and stop it <laughs> no they probably just use a regular watch as i'm telling you they actually probably use like one of those like big watches, like or big clocks. They probably use a clock. How does the referee keep track of the time on the field? They look at the clock. It's a giant <laughs> clock. So why, why are we? It seems backwards. <laughs> why? Why do we have a watch now? If they use the clock, it seems like we went backwards in time. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. Save space. I don't know. If you build bigger stadiums, you're not going to build a spot for the clock. Why not? They're building screens, huge screens to watch the game. Right. So why? So why does the referee need need to keep a watch if they have the screen all over the, the screen? Their screens all they over. They don't count stoppage time on the screens. Did you ever notice that at a union game? They don't. I know that. You gotta set your own watch. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like the the referee only starts his watch during stoppage time and he's staring at the screen every other time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a good question, man. We gotta go find the referee. It's still alive. They're wrapped in the sixties. In the sixties, oh man! I mean, you got to find somebody that's like in the 80, 80 or ninety years old. Hey, if you, if any of you listeners got a family member or somebody you know, there you go. Look, look. You here's here's your uh, here's your here's the answer to your question. The first digital timer used in organized sports was the digimit digimeter digimeter Digitimer, developed by by Cox Electronic Systems of Salt Lake City, Utah, in 1962. Oh, so they just started. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) They just started using it. They utilized the Nixie Two readout and provided a resolution of one to one thousand seconds. Its first use was in ski racing but was later used by the World University Games in Moscow, Russia, the U.S., NCAA, and the Olympic trials. Yeah, there you go. So they just started keeping time in 1962. <laughs> Before that, they just looked at the sun and tried to figure out what Yeah, I was going to say they used the sundown. Judging by the sun. 
<laughs> they had a giant sundial. The referee had a sundial, and he had to stand at the same spot the entire time. They actually used to be the fourth official was the sundial referee. <laughs> he had to stand in the same All right, spot. Half time, half time, half time, half time. <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right, the Dan Simmons Fair Play of the Week award. Um, my Fair Play of the Week ago award goes to uh, the bus driver that I think took us to ninety five percent of our games this year. Um, he was really cool, uh, super cool guy. Uh, and I told him when I saw him uh, on Thursday, I gotta get his name. Um, you gotta get him a shirt. Yeah, my, I need to get him a shirt. You're right. Uh, maybe maybe that's what I'll do. I'll get him a shirt. Um, uh, I'll see him in the in the spring. So I'll, I'll get him a shirt. You're right. I, I will get him a shirt. You gotta get him a shirt, man. You gotta get him a my, shirt. And a hat. Dude, yeah, he's got a hat. Driver. He wears a hat. He wears a hat. Yeah, bus drivers love that stuff. He um, wears a hat. That's my guy, my, though. So we'll we'll get him. A, I'll get him a shirt. Yo, we gave out. Um, my school gave out these um, like Fay bands that said Eastover Elementary on the side. Yeah, and like a couple of days later, we took a field trip. Um, and the bus driver had them shades on. I was like, hey, you out here repping. You already knew who you were picking up. There you go. All he right. He's like, no, these are great. They, they bought the sun. I was like, yo, you gotta go out here and rep. Yeah. Bus drivers love free swag. Yeah, I, I gotta do that. Um, I right. get a large on my side in my size too. All right, I got you. I got you a large. I got I got a large for you. You gotta come out. I can't out. No, I don't know, man. You out here repping Dover, repping Dover, Dover in the playoffs, Dover in the playoffs. No, no, no. Quack, quack. That's ain't in the playoffs. Quack, quack. <laughs> hey, if Odessa played Dover, I would get one of those uh, like split shirts. <laughs> All right. Who's your dance in fair play of the week, Gord? Fair play of the week, Gord goes under my grandma. It's her birthday tomorrow. All right. Go, grandma. Yeah, go, grandma. She about to be. Uh... 79. All right, let's go. I do some quick math. Was she around in 1962? Maybe she'll tell us. Yeah, she's 79. Hey, man, ask her. Ask her, ask her in 1962 what kind of clocks they used. She graduated high school in 62. Perfect. Maybe she went out to some high school sports. How do they keep track? How do they keep track of time? She didn't go any watch. Didn't she go to watch any football games or like that in high school? Nah, I don't think so. Ask her. Ask her, ask her, ask her, and see how they kept time. They got if they had a scoreboard and all that stuff in 1962. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. And she'd be like, "Yeah, we had to ride a bike to pedal it to keep it powered on." <laughs> <laughs> no, but ask her. There you go. That's we. That's 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 how we'll, next week. Next week we gotta. I'll tell um, her to get on Zoom. I'll tell her to get on Zoom. I'll, I'll send her a Zoom link and see. If she can tell a funny uh, DJ story. Hey, Grandma. Uh, what's what's Grandma's last name? Kersey. Grandma Kersey. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to say, yeah, you got to get on Zoom next week. Yeah, we should get on Zoom next week. It's Veterans Day. That's her favorite holiday. All right. Let's do it. Let's go. Perfect. It's funny because when she tried to buy a car, she said, it's Veterans Day. I don't get a discount. The guy said, thank you for your service. Yeah, she was. (laughs) She was trying to get a discount. She's like, it's my birthday. Veterans Day. He said, thank you for your service. She's like, man, that's my stuff. Yeah. She could tell a funny DJ story. Let's let's get grandma. Let's get grandma on. DJ coming out of retirement too. There you go. Sunday indoor league coming back. Indoor league coming back. Yeah, the team I uh, the team I beat in the championship recruited you. Recruited me. Said if we can't beat them, might as well join them. <laughs> might as well take their player. 
told him, told the guys that I played against, I said, y'all ain't paying, I ain't paying for a registration fee. I said, since I beat y'all, y'all, y'all wanted me to join you. You got to pay my registration fee. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. All out. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot. <laughs>